Hello and welcome to the Winners Never Quit podcast. Something a little bit different today, very special environment, spe- special setting, and I'm joined by a very special guest, England international, Sadia Kabea. Hello, welcome. Hello. How's it going? You all right? Good. Very Thank good. you for coming very on the podcast. Good. Really appreciate it. As I said, it's, um, it's the end of series special, end of year special. Um, so yeah, I feel very privileged. I feel, sorry, very privileged to have you on. Thank you for having me on. No, yeah. Um, so let's, let's get straight into it. What has been your highlight of 2022? I mean, you couldn't, it was easy to beat the last couple of years, wasn't it? Let's be <laughs> yeah, honest. I mean, it's, yeah, God. Um, highlight of 2022, I think the most obvious would be definitely going to a World Cup. Yeah. Um, that'd be my highlight. Um, going to New Zealand, never been outside of Europe, so to go to New yeah. Zealand, yeah, was pretty good. I mean, didn't enjoy the 30 hour flight, but everything else <laughs> about it. From the loss, yeah, yeah, yeah. Apart from, we'll get on to the final. Yeah, what, yeah. Um, so talk us through that call because you were in the England setup already, yes. But how did you know you were going to go into New Zealand? Um, so because that got postponed as well, actually, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, so that got postponed a year. Um, and if that didn't happen, I would not be, I would not have gone because I only came into the England setup last year. So, I mean, that was probably the best thing that came out of COVID for me. So it gave, gave me a chance. Totally selfish there. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely love it. It <laughs> gave me a chance to get yeah. into the squad. But um, we find out on the WhatsApp group, they put like a team sheet of who was going. And you could find very out. Very 2022. Very, <laughs> very 2022. Before, if you weren't going, they would text you or give you a call and you could decide. So I said, text me if I'm not going. And I texted you about 10 minutes earlier. <clears throat> I kept my phone in aeroplane mode anyway. So I didn't take it off until seven o'clock when the team sheet came out. Um, yeah, checked the WhatsApp group chat, scrolled through, saw my name and then, yeah, yeah, just. Yeah, what, what was the feelings there? You know, obviously excitement, yeah. you know, nerves or talk us through, how were you feeling? Yeah, I was, I was so, so nervous all day because um, for me, I, I was competing with two uh, women who have been in the set for about 10 years, um, got the name, you know, have the ability, um, have the experience over me. So literally down to the last minute, I didn't know whether I was going, whether I wasn't going. Um, the lead up to the team sheet coming out was very stressful because they started putting out like teams like, don't read into it or anything. It's not the team that's going, but can these people start? <laughs> so I'm thinking, oh my God, what's yeah. going on? Um, so yeah. Can you lot start, you know, not drinking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah um, You're not going to Ibiza for the closing party. <laughs> yeah, so you guys can just do it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was yeah, very, very nerve wracking. But as soon as I saw my name on that sheet, I was like, relief. Yeah. yeah. Relief and then excitement. So yeah, so you've obviously done the 30 hour flight, which is a, well, I've never actually been to New Zealand. Yeah. But I've been to Australia. What's it like when you get there? What's, what makes it different to, I don't know, playing in the Six Nations? Um, well, we were staying in Auckland for most of it, so we were in like, the town, the town, the city centre. Um, so it was pretty similar to being like in London. Um, but one thing they do is they everyone uses scooters everywhere mm. because I don't know it must be easier just not to not to drive. Um, and I think also the people are a little bit more friendlier. You know, you get a few smiles on the street. You don't really get that when you're walking down the street in London. You just go, sorry, I didn't see you. Yeah, no one says please yeah. or thank you to yeah. or excuse me on the tube. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And also, obviously, the weather is opposite. So it was warm when we were playing out there. 
um, which was really nice. So we basically had an extended summer because we left in September. So yeah, that was, yeah. The main, the main difference is definitely would be the people and, and um, yeah, the weather. Yeah, oh mate, no, amazing. So you go on this amazing run, you make it to the final. What, what was sort of the thoughts in the team camp then? Like, you know, did you think you were gonna win? Yeah, I mean, because I thought you were going to win. Like, <laughs> I mean, I'll I thought, be honest. That's what we were going to win yeah. too. But, yeah, no, we yeah we definitely set out to go and win. I don't think there was any like we didn't we didn't prepare to lose at all um, up until the final. Obviously, we had a thirty game winning streak. I think everyone thought we were going to win. Um, and I think down Me to included, the last. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> down to up the last. Up until twenty minutes into <laughs> the final. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean. No one, no team wants to get a red card, especially yeah, no, in a yeah. World Cup final. Um, and to get it so soon into the game, it was very... Uh, I mean, I would say it shook up the camp, but it didn't. Because I think as England, as our team, we're very much... Everyone does everything as one. Um, win together, lose together. Like, if someone goes down, we, we like fix it. And we, like, half-time half changing room, the vibe was still, right, yeah. we're still going to win. Just got to go out and do it. Because we, were you ahead at the break? Yes. Yeah, I think it was fourteen seven at the break. So we were fourteen up, fourteen nil up. Got the got the red card. Fourteen seven up, or fourteen nil up. Before the red card. Before the red card. Sorry. Before yeah. the red card. Fourteen nil up. Yeah. Red card. The break, yeah. Seven seven. They scored to try converted. So I think it was fourteen seven at half time to England. So we were still up. I think, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but obviously, knowing that they were coming back at us. Um, so yeah. 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 No, and it, for anyone who hasn't watched it, literally by what, three points? Yeah. The line out at the end missed. Three points, yeah. What was the emotions like coming off? Because it, it's hard, like, it's hard to look back maybe and say, oh, you know, it was success, but it was a, like, it obviously yeah. isn't yeah. a success. 100%. And like the, the game as well, like, there's no way they would have, like, they would have won if you'd have had, um, you know, if you hadn't had that red card. Yeah. Is it Lydia on it? Yeah, yeah, yeah Lydia Thompson. Yeah. Just yeah. unfortunate, one of those yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, it, it is unfortunate, and yeah, bless. Her. I mean, no one, get, no one sets out to get a red card or to tackle someone high. I mean, yeah, loads of should have, could have won us to, to that point. People say like, what if the breakdown was slower? She could have got off the line, could have got lower. I mean, it's just yeah, a load of, a load of things. But you got to deal with what comes, and we didn't, we didn't deal with it yeah. properly. Um, no, like you said, last play of the game, our, our mall had been basically the, the only thing that's been scoring us tries and yeah five meter line buzzer just gone and the buzzer was so loud in the stadium so like everyone like you, you couldn't be like oh i didn't hit the buzzer i didn't know it was yeah. full time everyone knew it was full time and then yeah new zealand just went up stole the ball and that was it that was it and that was it yeah what was it was the flight back must have been a little bit more somber than the flight <laughs> out there well 30 hour flights yeah, always somber. yeah and there was really buzzing for a 30 hour flight but and then we went out because we we um, went out the night before we flew, which I mean, yeah, rough. But <laughs> I think halfway through the journey, people were like, "Oh, you might as well just start drinking again, you know, to get <laughs> get the ball taken over." So I mean, the first half of the of the flight, first fifteen hours, I think people were like, "Okay, I'm just gonna sleep, just gonna reset, you know, wake up. This hasn't even happened." Yeah. And the next half of the flight, people were like, "Gin and tonic, <laughs> sign up, yeah, here, please." So. Yeah, no, it was okay. It was okay. The flight back was all right. Yeah, no, awesome. Let's go back and maybe talk, I don't know if it's more positive, but you, uh, the Grand Slam, and that would have been, 
you know, your first real taste of the English experience. So yeah. talks about the, because when did it start? What? The Six Nations. Yeah, Six Nations. Um, I think it was March. March. Yeah. Yeah, so talk us through that and how was, how was that experience? Yeah, um, yeah, first Six Nations, pretty cool. I mean, I got my first cap in autumn, just a couple of months before. Um, and I've always watched the Six Nations, like watched the men's, watched the women's. And we've won the Grand Slam, I don't know, a couple of times in a row. No, yeah. Not to... Yeah, no biggie. No biggie, no biggie. Um, so I knew, obviously, coming into camp, um, that that was the goal. And for me, I think I was just like, if I get any game time, it would be nice, you know. Um, I'm not, um, yeah, I was still very much very new into the setup. Um, but yeah, my, I, I managed, I played, I only played one game in Six Nations, actually, and that was Italy. And that was my first experience, like, flying with the team. Um, so yeah, it was really good to like be immersed in the experience, like get on the flights, pack the bags, land in another country kind of thing. And then I was there for the um, France-England final in France, yeah. um, which was yeah amazing. And obviously the French crowd, really hostile, yeah. um, similar to the New Zealand crowd. And obviously playing any team in their backyard is going to be hard. And But I think we thrive off that, off that. Um, vibe and like when we were like that going siege into the, mentality yeah, you know what I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. When we were going into the change rooms like, after warming up, all the crowds started booing, and like, <laughs> I just remember like running into the change room, like laughing. Like, yeah. it wasn't even, it wasn't even like, oh my god, they're booing me. Like, everyone yeah. in the team's like, all right, now we've got to show them, show them like what we can do. So, I mean, yeah, it was yeah, a great experience to be, be around it, and obviously to be there for the, for the final as well, and obviously to win in France was, yeah. Pretty cool. What do you um? What's going through your head on your foot, like you know on that game when you walk out onto the pitch early, like? Yeah, I mean, I was just because I'd be like that, Jack. Do you not fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think up until probably up until the World Cup World Cup prep games, I'm I'm I never get used to never get nervous for games. I was just always like going out, just want to enjoy myself. Um, yeah, and like have a, have a good game basically. So in the Six Nations when I was playing, for, um, when I played against Italy and I started that game, um, I was just like, yeah, I want to go have a good time, hit someone, cut someone in half, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. yeah, and... and Such a lovely young lady. <laughs> just on the pitch, only on the pitch. Yeah, yeah. Pitch. Um, and yeah, and just show, show the coaches what Well, what I'm not going to forward, that's your role, yeah, exactly. you get amongst it, yeah. <laughs> exactly, no yeah. regard to my body yeah, whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that was that was my my, my mentality at that at that point. Um, especially during the Six Nations, just you know have some fun. I'm here now, so yeah, you're you got you got you know live it. Through this year, who's on this England setup? Who's really helped you like progress your game? Um, uh, yeah, definitely Marley Packer. She's so she's um, my same position as me, number seven. She's been she's had that seven shirt for a long a long long time now. And when I came into the setup, I knew like she's gonna know that I'm on her back because I'm I'm a seven. I mean, yeah, there's no there's no argument. I'm a seven, and there's three specialist sevens as well. So I was like, oh, I don't know if we're gonna like vibe. If she's gonna yeah, like, yeah, not yeah. like me, but like as soon as I came in, she took me underneath her wing. Um, we're quite different players in the way we play, but any anything she can do to like help me, like after a session, once run through like lineouts and stuff, because. Sevens usually don't like lineouts because I'm never in it. So I mean, when I came in and they were like, "Yeah, you're in this, you're in this," I was like, "Oh yeah, my yeah. god!" Um, but yeah, she's been yeah, amazing, amazing for me this year. Oh no, amazing. Um, so one of the questions I fired out to 
on my socials on that. And like I said, it is the year review. Mm-hmm. What has been one of your favourite sporting moments for the year that you haven't been involved in? And nothing to do with rugby either. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it has to be the Lionesses. That was like the yeah, one yeah, this year? Yeah, yeah. That, that was, was this year. year. Yeah, yeah. Oh my it God, feels ages, ages ago. ago. Yeah. yeah, it has to be the Lionesses winning, yeah, winning the Euros. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the whole of the whole of England was happy. When yeah. does that even happen? Yeah, so, I know. Yeah, yeah, that was definitely definitely the highlight of my year. I mean, watching it, just seeing like the whole of social media like erupt and yeah. like the the um, like just how much I don't know what the word is to get. I would say like so for me, togetherness like. Absolute pure pandemonium. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like people were pure hectic about. Yeah. As well, like it, I, I don't know. Maybe some the same with the England men's team. A little bit less pressure nowadays. Mm-hmm. Like from when I was growing up, there was you know you actually enjoy it. But you know I didn't watch the final because I was driving back to work. Mm-hmm. I was listening to it on, on Five Live, and like I was like, ah, oh my god, yeah, like yeah. come on, like, <laughs> yeah. you know I can't have this heartbreak again. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, yeah, no, yeah. that was um, that was an awesome moment. Another moment for me. Was um, so because I, I tried to think of something a bit left field because I was like, what Sardia might have not been <laughs> Is um, when Leon Edwards, I don't know if you watch your MMA, so yeah. when, he's, when he won these world title because he's had like such a story for like Birmingham, um, and that was one of the that mm. was one of the my moments personally. Um, another thing I want to bring up what do you make of the Eddie Jones sacking? Yeah, I mean, I, I said I, I'm. I was surprised when I saw it on Ingram Rugby because I saw it on Instagram first, like the thank you Eddie picture. And I was yeah. like, oh, this is how I'm finding out through, through an Instagram post. Yeah. But I mean, I can't say I was that surprised, especially after the run of games they've been having, especially after the RFU putting out a statement um, just about how basically hasn't been good enough this year. Yeah. Um, obviously, I'm not in the camp and I can't speak for what his coaching is like. And I mean, I, I think it's so easy for like fans to be like, get Eddie out. Like, yeah, he's obviously yeah. not doing a great job. As I'll say that as a fan, right, we have no right yeah. to comment on anything. Yeah, like, yeah. like, we just don't. Like, yeah, yeah, 100%. Oh, I could have played professionally, mate. No, you <laughs> couldn't. You played Sunday league football. You played yeah, good. Pub, like, ru- pu- absolute pub rugby, like, yeah. mate. Like, no, you can't. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I... But it's interesting here, nothing come out through like the WhatsApp. Actually surprised me that there's a WhatsApp. Well, it doesn't surprise me that there's a WhatsApp, but yeah, yeah. That the team sheet <laughs> no, comes yeah, out of yeah. WhatsApp. Yeah, I mean it's always yeah, came out like that, I think, for the part for ages. Yeah. I mean, when I was like coming through the stages at like under eighteens, we'd get an email of like the team sheet. Mm. Um but yeah, WhatsApp. No, no. So so um another question. From the start of the year to the end of the year, what has been the like what growth have you seen in, in women's rugby and women's sport? Um, what have you seen living and breathing it? What's the change been? Yeah, I mean, women's sport in general has just been going going up now for the past the past couple of years now. Um, and obviously off the back of the Lionesses win, I think there's been more heat on that and um, different sports are like, okay, we need to back our, back our women's team yeah. because football have done it and yeah. they've, they've put the resources in, they've put the money in, they've put the time in. Um, so we, we need to do that now. Um, and yeah, rugby, women's rugby has been growing at a rapid, rapid rate. And um, for me, especially being in it now when it's literally going to, like, I think I've, I've jumped on, well, haven't jumped on, <laughs> I've landed in this spot at the best time possible. Um, and to be in it and to see like the way 
we are getting more social media, uh, like so- social media coverage, even for our games. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I love that. Like I worked grafted, you know, for six years, and there's my, yeah, you're welcome. Done. That. Just set up a few Ticket, cameras. Pop t- tick box. <laughs> Perfect. No. Um, yeah, and. Uh, even to be like having our games on like BBC and ITV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Haven't had All the World before. Cup was on ITV, wasn't it? Yeah, um, and to have Six Nations being broadcasted like that, um, it only shows where the women's game is going. Yeah. And especially after the World Cup, even not coming over that gold medal, but we've seen the like, um, it's like a catalyst for like all the other nations as well. They're like, okay, New Zealand done this, turned their, turned their rugby around in, in a matter of a year. New coach was, and then now they won the World Cup. England have had a 30 game run, winning streak. We need to invest in our women's sports, um, invest in our yeah, invest in our teams. So I think now it's only it's only going up for rugby and up for women's sport. Yeah, hundred percent. Well, what did you say when you started rugby? Yeah, I was at yeah, your well, school. There was there yeah. wasn't a girls team. No, was there? there was no girls team. No. So yeah, when I started, I was fourteen. Um, no girls team, and I'm from South London, Crystal Palace. Most of the girls never even heard of rugby in their lives. Um, so yeah, when I started, I was literally just playing just just to throw the ball around and then yeah now actually my school was a rugby academy and that's for the women's team as well so yeah a couple of years later down the line um you can only see how how much that's grown because now we've got literally got an academy for women's rugby in my school yeah oh, no that's amazing okay best fan reaction of the year uh for me yeah it's not going to be me, is it? <laughs> well, I don't know. It could be you. Could okay, be so you. My best, okay, my best fan reaction. Good one, no, no, because I've got to big them up. So when I finished in Miami, my mum, dad, like 40 people, best mate, brought a six-month-old out, was in Miami. And like to see them after, you know, 111 days at sea was f- fucking nuts. Mm. It's funny, I could like come in, um, and the last 36 hours was like, was well emotional. Mm. Like I was literally crying like, I couldn't beat the current. I was just getting pushed further and further up north. Um, rode for like 36, well, no, tell a lie. Rode for, woke up, rode for four hours. Had a 20 minute break. Then rode for 10 hours, 30 minute break. Eight hours, like pure on a rower. <laughs> and then eventually I built, built it, built, beast, beat. I can't even talk. <laughs> like, How eventually beat the current. Yeah. Got through and then had to anchor up. Got there, woke up in the morning. And um, oh, I opened my cabin hatch and it's fucking windy. Like, I'm like, for fuck's sake. So that's bad for us in rowing boat. So I'm like, ah, fuck. Um, and then the Coast Guard come out and they're like, right, so just to let you know, the mouth of the inlet is like sort of about half the size mm-hmm. because there's a dredging operation. So I'm like thinking, so I'm about to go into an inlet Perfect. I've never seen. <laughs> it's windy. But luckily made it in, like, skimmed the boat. But people don't realise, if I'd have taken a tow at that point, my record would be null and void. So obviously, get. Getting the relief mm. is ridiculous. Like, you know, maybe when you first game and then, you know, you have a good first touch or pay the ball. So anyway, we get in and just seeing everyone and everyone's like crying, like the mm. best mates blubbering. I'm like, big soft. <laughs> and that would have been, yeah. And, and yeah. Like, no one was speaking to me. Like, they were just in a horseshoe. Yeah, yeah. Probably because I stunk. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? 111 days out of shower, mate. Yeah, um, can't, can't so yeah, that was, that was probably my biggest f- fan reaction. Yeah. Um, yeah, squad. Nice. nice. Um, mine, I mean, mine was, so while I was in New Zealand, um, my auntie and my mum would get up every morning to watch the games. And obviously it was at very unsociable hours because we we were 13 hours ahead in New Zealand. 
Um, so they'd be up at like 6am, they'd have like a nice breakfast, my auntie loves cooking. Um, and I knew they'd watch or watching the videos, but the, the game, but I was like, didn't really process it because I was playing the game, yeah, so yeah. it wasn't really my in my in my head. But um, my mum sent me a video of um, my, our family friend for my mum and my auntie's reaction when they first saw me get player of the match in the first game. Yeah. And I like just watching them and they were like, I could just see how much they were filled with pride and they were like, oh my God. So they're like sitting there in their like England, like Red Roses t-shirts, like watching the TV. And it was such like a genuine reaction because they had no idea that that's um, that I had got that. And I literally just like sitting in the living room, see me come up on the screen, like go to the interview. Um, and I think yeah, that would have to be one of my top fan reactions. I mean, my mum did actually eventually come out to New Zealand to watch me in the semis and the final. Um, but I would have to say, yeah, receiving that video, even though I wasn't there, would have to be my best, yeah. No, best totally. Coverage. I like that um, the story you told me as well. You're like, you found me weren't ever into rugby yeah, at all. no, no. Like, and now they're just like, die, <laughs> yeah, die hard rugby absolutely, fans. Absolutely, absolutely love it. Anyone, Got the tattoos and everything. <laughs> literally, they'd have roses on them if they could. Like, yeah. anyone they can tell, they're literally like, hey, my daughter. Yeah, she plays rugby, and I'm like, who's your daughter? But she's like, oh, yeah. here she is, like everyone. My, yeah, my auntie. Just, just so I do. Just, just so you know, yeah, yeah. yeah my auntie's like, Grand convinced her, like, <laughs> that's Future World Cup winner. Right, that's enough, that's enough, that's enough. <laughs> Well, no, yeah, now they're, yeah, huge rugby fans. What was that first game in, in the World Cup like? Did, was, was there a sense of relief? Because like I said, with the row, yeah. Yeah. Like, because <laughs> you put, so I, I put a lot of pressure on yeah, myself. Yeah, um, um, yeah, it was, yeah, for me, getting on the pitch at World Cup was just like amazing. Like, I went out there not with much expectations. I think we'd done so much hard work to get to like, on the plane, after we got on the plane, I was like, okay, like, kind of breathed, breathed out a little bit. Um, and then I actually got COVID the first week that I was in New Zealand. So I was in, in our like acclimatization period, I was in isolation and I had a FaceTime call with Mids, our head coach, and he was like, we're looking to play you for the first game. And I had about, I don't know, nine days before the first game. So I was in my room, like, cycling, uh, Fiji. Fiji. Yeah, so I was like cycling in my room, they like delivered like a, a bike to my room, delivered some like weights. <laughs> I'm like, and I was pretty ill of it, so I'm like sweating like my, my room, like cycling, getting, getting ready for this first game. Um, and then yeah, to run out to start, um, actually the first, my first touch of the ball, knocked it on as soon as, <laughs> soon as I caught it. I mean, talk about pre, yeah. talk about first game nerves. Yeah. Um, but yeah, literally as soon as that, as soon as that knock comes out of the way, I was like, right, you've got to sort yourself. Yeah. <laughs> sort yourself outside. You're like, you're on a world stage and everyone's yeah. watching you. Um, but yeah, after I got into the game, um, yeah, it was, yeah, amazing. I mean, it definitely was a big relief. Like, okay, yeah. you played your first game at World Cup now, like, yeah, you're in you it. Relax. You can relax. Um, yeah. Best personal game of the year? Um, definitely would be USA, England. It was the um, World Cup warm-up game. So yeah. it was basically our last chance to like, put ourselves out there. And me, they'd put me and um, Vicky Fleetwood, one of the other seven, so I was competing with in the same game. So I knew I wasn't gonna, well, in my head, I wasn't gonna get a full game. I was like, she's gonna come on and she's also gonna be trying to get, trying to get that one spot. So I was like, I need to go out there and put every single thing I can on the pitch. Um, and I, yeah, and my, I had five family members there, I think that's the most I've had. So it was, yeah, it was just a great, great experience. It was a lot, a lot of adrenaline, a lot of nervousness. Um, but I felt like I had a good game and obviously it was good enough for me to be selected to get on the plane. But it was just a nice day, like, 
um, yeah, after you, after you play a game of rugby when you're really nervous, it's always nice to have your family there after, so, yeah. Yeah, okay. One, another one away from rugby now. Most shocking moment of the year where you, not saying in your personal life, but something you've seen and gone, Jesus. God. Do you want me to go first? You go so first. So I got a couple, right? Yeah, you go first. I got a couple. The absolute merry-go-round of the PMs. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah that yeah. was a bit of a joke. <laughs> and then Matt Hancock in the jungle. I was like, okay. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm like, I literally, all my friends are like texting and like friends. Because you would have been a chat. You was, were away? I was away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And we're not, we're not um, into politics. Yeah, but yeah, my yeah. friends are like, Matt Hancock is in the, in the jungle. Yeah. Like, what is going on? But yeah, I definitely, I caught up when I got back. Um, been watching it. So yeah, yeah. Because it's a strange one, because I think he, he didn't he didn't come across that badly. Mm. And I've seen a few um, Diary of a CEO podcast. Do you ever listen to that? So he was on that um, with Stephen Bartlett, and I thought he came across quite well. Mm. But I'm just like a bit like, yeah, I'm like, is it the right yeah, thing to yeah, do? Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, just, it's like breaking up with your missus on a Friday, going yeah. to Love Island on a Monday. <laughs> yeah. At least give it a yeah. month, mate. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, those are two good ones. Actually. Those are two good ones. I yeah. think you might have just taken both. That's why I got in there. That's why I got in there early. That's why I got in there early. Oh god, most shocking. I feel like literally all, all I can think about is December, and it's only yeah, been yeah, about yeah. what eight days. Eight days of December. <laughs> yeah. like, that's that's my that's my whole year. Yeah, I know. Like um, I was talking about this with the lads. Like cause it's strange for me because I did miss like three months of the year. Like mm. I come back in March. Mm. And then it was like just a whoa and trying to catch up with everyone. And then I was like back to work. And then, you know, you had a bit of a summer. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the Queen's Jubilee, which was like a big five day. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Most shocking. <laughs> RIP Queen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was fucking sad. Shocking, shocking. Yeah. She had a good, like, I do think as well, because people ask me, they're like, oh, are you sad because I'm in the army? Yeah. I said, like, obviously it's, it's, it's someone's grandma when you like boil it down like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you can't, you can't argue with you know, how much of a good role she was. Like, mm. I do, like, think she was quite faultless. And she had a good send-off. But um, the most shocking moment, I couldn't believe people were queuing for, like, 24 yeah, hours. Yeah, my, my mum went. Yeah. She was, like, documenting it on our group, our family WhatsApp group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, yeah, it's been eight hours. <laughs> yeah. I met some friends. Yeah. And I was like, oh, God. The big thing for me was, like, I couldn't believe people get the time off work. I know, I know. Like, like, yeah, like, I know. You know, like, our boss come in, and he was like, lads, if you think you're going to try and pull a fast one, <laughs> and say, you, yeah, saying you're having, like... <laughs> 24 hours off um, yeah. to go stand that queue you are sadly Crazy. mistaken yeah I know um, back to rugby um, disappointing game of the year this can be team or or personal I mean <laughs> the obvious don't say the final because <laughs> no, you played no, really I'm not, well I'm not going to go the final I mean, yeah. probably so my team Loughborough Lightning my premiership team we had a really rocky start start yeah. to the year, and we were. So when does the, your season start? Uh, it started two weeks ago. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, with uh, round three now. Yeah. Um, and yeah, um, I only joined last year actually to uh, Loughborough Lightning because I just moved up from Wasps in London, and they were I think top four. Yeah. And so I was like, I'm going to come into a good team, and we're going to be like ready to go, and I came in like. First three games, we just lost, lost like, like not not good performances. Yeah. And then towards the end of the season, we like came back, came back, um, and 
I think we were like on a good run, good, on a good winning streak, and then we played Worcester Warriors, and we lost for by like by like two points. And I think for me that was my most disappointing game because it was like we'd we'd like done all the hard work, we'd gone through the like tough like first part of the season, we were on our up, and then yeah, to to have another loss like mid season, it was like. Oh. Yeah, come on, come on. that's another thing we haven't talked about. Obviously, what happened to Worcester um, and Wasp. And Wasp. Yeah. yeah, how did? What do you make of that? I mean, what what goes on in the men's game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like. Oh, I th- sorry. I thought the whole club. So the whole yeah, the whole club did go down. But um, so Worcester Warriors, the women are uh, managed to stay up because they paired with the uni, okay. so they're still going. And was women managed to receive funding from somewhere else, so they're okay. also still going. But I think because um, like they they both go down because the the women are paired. Yeah, men, yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't really know what goes on for the men's yeah, yeah, side, yeah. but from the women's side, I know like girls in that team in those teams were like devastated. Yeah, like, yeah, of couldn't course. do do anything. Um, I mean, I would I would not. I don't envy being in that in yeah. that position, and obviously for the men as well, with the, with the teams actually going down. I think for two two pretty big teams, especially yeah, Wasps yeah, rugby, yeah, yeah. Um, to go down, yeah, yeah, nuts, big news. Yeah. So what's um what have been the big changes? Sorry, from moving from Wasps to Loughborough. Um. What did that? Was it solely university that made you? I mean, yeah. Change? I mean, I I moved to Loughborough, yeah, solely because of university, yeah, yeah. and then also because I knew they had a good rugby team there. But I think the big changes for me going from Wasp to Loughborough in terms of rugby is Wasp played like a very forward heavy game. Okay. And I was very used to just like getting the ball, crashing it up, yeah. moving on. When I came to Loughborough and they're like playing all these like out the backs and da 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 And I was like, it was a whole new game for me. And I think it, it, it obviously changed my game. And I don't want to give all the credit to Loughborough, but they, I think they helped me to get pulled up into the England setup. Yeah. So I think it was like, I, I play, love playing at both clubs, but Loughborough definitely like expanded my like view of rugby and like view of like play as well, so. Yeah, but you didn't, you didn't start at Wasps, did you? No, 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 no. no I started at Richmond. Yeah. I mean, I've hopped to three, I mean, I'm only 20 and I've been yeah. to three, <laughs> three premiership clubs already. But no, I started at Richmond because I was there for like Centre of Excellence, which is like the under 18 yeah, yeah. programme. And then, yeah, went into play for the women's team. Um, so, yeah, that was an interesting, interesting year. Yeah, yeah no, no, amazing, <laughs> amazing. So, the start of this season, it sounds going pretty well. Yeah. Um, how have the results been? Mm, we're, we're, we're having a repeat of last <laughs> oh, year, okay, actually. Okay. I mean, I, so I missed the first two games. Um, where were and you? <laughs> I know, obviously, where you were. I was just on a holiday. Yeah, I was yeah. on a holiday. And, um, and now all the, like, our team... All the, all the internationals are slowly like coming back in, so we're all on like phase returns, and we've got quite a few Scottish girls, Canadian girls, and obviously English girls. So while everyone's away, it's like it's a whole new team, and people come back in, and it's like finding that middle ground. Yeah. Uh, so we're we're actually two losses on yeah. the bounce. Um, we're playing like Exeter Chiefs this weekend. Um, hopefully, we can get the W. But yeah, yeah. yeah. It's mu- it must be tough. You always hear about it. Players coming back, you know, because if you went out early, you're yeah. back a lot sooner. Like, yeah. so do you think that how much of a part do you think that plays um, into the overall performance? Do you think it is? Is yeah, I think it plays like a huge part in the mm. overall performance. I think one because the girls who have been at home 
they're like used to playing with a bunch of people, like with the, with the girls we've been playing with. And then when people come in, it's like the like jigsaw pieces start like moving around a little bit. You might not be used to playing with um, someone who's come come back from somewhere. And also it starts, you get a bit of hostility in the air, you know, because obviously people don't want to take people's spaces, but I mean, sport is sport. Yeah. And that's, that's what happens sometimes. Um, but I think, yeah, 100% it has a huge part to play because at the end of the day, if you don't click with your team, you're not going to play well on the pitch. Um, so I think, yeah, once once you've been together for a while, you get the cogs turning again, I think, yeah, that's when the wins start happening. Um, but I do think it has a huge part to play in how how teams are performing. Yeah, no, no, I can imagine. I can imagine, especially teams that have had maybe been together for six weeks. Yeah. And at the start of the season, and you haven't even, like you said, you haven't even got your full team back yeah. from like the World Cup. Yeah. Must be an absolute nightmare. Yeah. What um, what are the goals for sort of this season? Uh, for my, just, just for Loughborough Lion first year. Yeah, I think we wanna we wanna aim to get back into the top four. Yeah. Um, we have a very strong side, and we have the ability to get into top four and ability to even win the league. It's just about you know um, how well we train and obviously getting those performances and and like our, our coach, our head coach always says like effort doesn't win games, like that yeah. doesn't bring points. And we have all the effort, we have all the team like spirit and stuff, but it's just about yeah putting that on the pitch. So I think our goals for this year is definitely getting into top four um, and then, yeah, going from there. Yeah, no, 100%. And talking about, um, you know, the growth that the women's sport seen this year, what about like next year? What what do you have planned personally for next year? Um, and how would you think you can personally like keep that growth going into next year? Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, women's, women's sport, women's rugby has only been going up. And me personally, I really, enjoy going into schools and like seeing like young girls who who are literally like like me when i was younger like getting into the sport and i like going in i'm trying to be a part of that and even just being that face that someone can see and be like oh i mean she's like she's 20 years old she's five years older than me and she's she's playing for england like like i can get there and i just seeing someone who you can relate to and like be um like visible to um i want to be that person so in terms of helping the women's game and helping that growth, that's where I feel like I can do that, especially being young. I feel like I have quite a good platform to do that as well. Um, but yeah, yeah, for me, I, I think it always starts on grassroots going up because I think right now we're doing quite well on top of the game, especially in the Prem and internationally. It's now just about growing, growing it from um, the root down. So yeah, if I can help by, you know, just, just being that friendly face, like going and doing sessions with people, even just like replying to a DM like to young girls yeah, yeah, yeah. who 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 are starting playing rugby, um, yeah. You must get a lot of them because like, you know, you're a likable character. You know, your growth over the past year has been quite a lot. Um, yeah, so you must get you must get quite a few. I can imagine so. Yeah, yeah, I get I get a few. And it always every time I get a new and from one, people I'm asking like... you to come on their podcast as well. <laughs> appreciate it. Appreciate it. Oh, don't worry, don't worry. <laughs> No, yeah, I always, like, every time I get a new one, I'm literally like, you messaging, you messaging me? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But no, yeah, I love it, and I always reply, because I'm like, if that, if, when I was 16, if I had, if I was, like, really into rugby, and I messaged my, um, someone I look up to, and if I got a reply, I know I would be like, God, yeah, like, buzzing. Yeah, absolutely wasn't. So, yeah, I always love to reply, and, and if I can, like, give them some advice, something, I always, yeah, always do it. Yeah. One thing... So one of the questions, one thing that sort of surprised you this year um, uh, in your career or, or personal life? Um, so, hey, I'll, I'll go first. Yeah, you I'll go, go first. first. <laughs> I'll go first. I'll go first. It's all right, because I feel like I've, because obviously I've seen all yeah. the questions. <laughs> yeah, even when you got, got yeah, in your head. Yeah, I've got a few of them. 
Um, so get a letter off Boris Johnson. Oh. Yeah, 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 so when I come back for the row, um, that was fucking pretty cool. And then also I got nominated for Pride of Britain Award, which was very cool as well. Very, very um, cool. Just never expected, you know, to anything like that to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, to go to the award ceremony as well, I got absolutely slaughtered. Because <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't win the national one, I only got the local one. Okay. And then like 17, um, 17 16 finalists went to the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny, my auntie was like, as if you didn't win, you risked your life on Rillamond Days at Sea. And it's like, all right, it's fine. Yeah. Auntie Paula, I took full advantage of the free <laughs> yeah, yeah. wine. So yeah, those were probably like my two things that were like really nice surprises. Mm. Um, yeah, so that's what I'd say. Imagine, imagine you come out with it all like, I'd come out with something, oh, surprise, yeah. My dog died, and a week, <laughs> yeah, later, my girl, a, a week later, my girlfriend left me, and I was just absolutely snapped. Yeah. That would have really killed me. Yeah, no, no. I'd have been like, like, like yeah. I was like, look, <laughs> yeah, that's what's done. But, uh, um, oh, what a surprise me this year. God, I literally can't think. I couldn't. Was the England call up? Why did, why did you turn your phone off? Surely that was the biggest surprise. Oh, maybe. yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> Yeah. I'm, trying to, I'm trying to move come like, oh, oh, away, I went yeah. to the World Cup I went yeah, to the yeah. World Cup by the way yeah. Um, no yeah that definitely yeah, was one of my biggest surprises I took my phone off because I was just too nervous yeah. I mean I knew that if I if I got a text message it means I wasn't going and I was like actually I don't want to get it early because then yeah, I know yeah. before everyone else so I'm just going <laughs> to turn my phone off until everyone knows at the same time um, so yeah definitely one of my biggest biggest surprises because yeah like I said I would not have for this time last year I would have been even in the setup let alone going to a World Cup yeah. Um, so yeah. Okay, so moving on to next year because mm-hmm. we are nearly at the end of the year. Obviously, we've covered what we're doing at Christmas, sleeping. Yeah. What um, <laughs> What's your big goal um, for next year? If we're sat here, twenty twenty three December. Yeah. I think my goal would literally be um, cementing myself in the England setup. Yep. Um, yeah, because like I said, I'm pretty new into the squad. Um, but like now I've had a taste for it. I'm like, okay, I kind of want to start every game. Like, yeah. I kind of want to play every single game. I want to get as much game time as possible. Um, and then also being a woman, woman, woman of colour and being able to cement myself in that way as well um, at 20 years old. I think, yeah, I yeah, that's all I want to do basically is for me personally um, is, yeah, it's making, making a name for myself now that I'm, now that I'm here. I don't want to waste. I don't want to look back in a couple of years, being like, "Oh, you, you was at your prime then. And you didn't, you didn't do what you could do of it." Um, and then also, I think get on top of my uni work. Yeah, I need to <laughs> knuckle down in my uni. I love work. that, mate. Like, be you know, represent, you know, cement my place in the England uh, setup. You know, yeah, lead I mean, by example. Balance, yeah, balance. just fucking get my my dissertation. <laughs> yeah, I know. Get my degree. So we've got well, so. Coming back from off that challenge, people always ask, they're like, oh, what, you know, what's the big challenge you want to do next? Yeah. Um, but it's hard because, you know, if you row the Atlantic, first person to do that, that route, mm. you know, I can't just go and do the London Marathon yeah. with like a washing machine yeah. on my back. Like, <laughs> it's it's what's nuts. Next, yeah. yeah, but I was like, you know, Ross Edgley swam around Great Britain. Yeah. So I don't want to do, I'd like to do something like that, but he's already done that. So I sort of think, what could I do like next year as a warm up and then maybe something bigger in 2024? Um, and I've seen that someone swam around the Isle of Wight in like 15 hours. I was thinking, oh, I could do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, no, that was the thing. But then I spoke to someone about it and they were like, is that it? <laughs> I'm like, I 
in a minute. Like you need to stop it. Yeah, like you. I was like, you can't even run a five k. Like literally. And everyone's got big expectations. Yeah, no, like they have, and I'm like, and the worst thing is, it's always like the people that haven't done anything. Yeah. Not that like you do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not that I like devalue sort of their opinion, not at all. But like I said, you know, if you if you're not doing like the local five k park run, like. You know, yeah, no, no, yeah. stay back on the 100%. sofa. You know what I mean, so we said one of your goals is obviously for next year. Let's um, encourage, you know, be a, be an example, lead by example, really represent. So, how would you say we can encourage more girls to get into rugby? Yeah, I think it's just really about showing them that it is like rugby's game for all. I yeah. mean, it, there's always a place for in, anyone in rugby, and I've played a lot of sports like a lot of individual sports a lot of team sports and like coming into rugby i found like my people and like my space and like found like what i want to do and, and where i want to be and if you come and you play and you think oh i'm not a great you're gonna find something in here that makes you want to stay yeah. whether that's the people whether that's the social aspect of the pitch i think there's always something for someone in rugby and just in sport and i think there's always a lot of stigma around rugby you know being it being like an aggressive sport, it being a sport for the boys. And growing up, I also thought like, oh, it's not, it's not really like, people might think I'm a bit weird or anything, but I can sit here now and tell you that playing rugby as a woman is very, very cool. And people yeah. think it's very, very cool. So I think, yeah, just, just getting rid of that stigma and just being like, just go out, go out and play. And if, if you don't like it, you don't like it. But if you do, you know, world's your oyster. No, that's like a good message. And as well, I certainly think it's cool. When, <laughs> when you're like, oh, yeah, I just want to get in like yeah. get into a big physical yeah. like, and I'm like ah, Jesus I want to move forward <laughs> no um, so, uh, Sadia thank you so much for your time you. I appreciate you you know taking this time out to chat with me um, and I hope you enjoyed a oh, little wow. recap over the year guys that is the end of our podcast end of the end of year review I hope you've enjoyed it if you'd like follow and subscribe it really helps grow the pod Sadia cheers thank, thank you. you very much thank you. nice one <laughs>